Hey, 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 welcome everyone to another lovely edition, a new edition of Chew the Bible. It's your good friend A.A. Ron. Hope your day went well. My day was cool overall. It was long, and around like 2 or 3 o'clock, I was ready to go home, but I'm glad I pressed on, kept on driving. was able to drive to about, when did I stop, about 7-ish, 6 or 7? I can't remember what time it was, but yeah. Made some decent, decent moneda. But yeah, 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 yeah. I think I might have to get like a coffee. I might have to break down and get like a coffee mug, uh, a to-go mug that keeps your coffee hot for a long period of time because I might need need that stuff. Or I might need to up up my dose of coffee because I only drink like the smallest eight-ounce amount. I might need to double that up. We'll figure it out. But uh, I just want to thank everyone who's been listening to this broadcast. I mean, yeah, yeah, this podcast since the beginning, since its inception back in January of this year is when I started, I believe. Wow, it's been a whole year. And we're only in First Chronicles, but I took some breaks in between, so... And this is this is a lot. This might we may not even get through the entire. We might not even get. To, we probably won't even get to the New Testament, depending on what pace I go at till the end of next year. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll do some more marathon broadcast. I've done that before. Where I just record a bunch of episodes in one day, probably on Wednesdays. Since I take Wednesdays off, I'll just do like yeah, a bunch of episodes on Wednesdays. Just do a episode dump. But yeah, thank y'all for who's been listening. Thank you all to everyone who's been listening consistently. Every time I go into Anchor, I see, I know my brother listens, but I see other people have been listening. And I'm like, each time I'm like, I'm always thinking to myself, when is that? When am I going to say that one thing <laughs> that makes my consistent listeners my, not want to listen? And I haven't really marketed this young lady today. So I was telling her about uh, the podcast and and I was telling her I really haven't really been marketing it. But, yeah, the plan in 2022 is to finally start. Yeah, get the get the website going get the merch going. Yeah, the chew the Bible hoodies, all that stuff, all the stuff I've been talking about doing. That's what I'm going to do on Wednesday. So. It's funny too. Right as I take Wednesday off, I already gave it away to this this really nice guy I met who was trying to sell me a newspaper subscription uh, to the KC Star. Is that what they call it? Yeah, KC Star. <sighs> yeah, the high local high V. Anyway, is there anything any anything else going on? Y'all pray for me because. Yeah, I'm back on the dating apps. Well, I'm only on, I'm only on uh, Upward, but I'm in such like a desperate place right now just for a lady friend 
who doesn't mind listening to my corny jokes and just let, listening to me tell crazy stories. And every once in a while tells me how handsome I am and uh, cheers me on. And uh, yeah, we encourage one another and read the Bible together. And uh, that's so weird. Why do I keep asking about Avengers Endgame? These little robots on live me. Live me is, live me is kind of trippy. Alright, but uh, I'm broadcasting on there as well. But what was I trying to say? Yes, yes, I'm taking applications for a lady friend. Really, a, it's weird to say girlfriend, but I'm 34 years old. I'm looking for a girlfriend. I never thought I'd be in this position. I know I'm in no position to be married again right now. But yeah, it'd be nice to have a girlfriend. I ain't trying to do no... I'm not trying to, uh, you know, get all physical or anything. I'm just looking for a companion. And no, I don't want a dog. No, I don't want a cat. I don't want no bird. <laughs> Y'all pray for a brother. Uh, it's funny because it's interesting that, or I, I use the word, where it's funny and interesting a lot. There's this young lady who. I know her parents, her or well, her dad and her stepmom at my church, and um, I saw her on the app on Upward, and I super liked her like twice. <laughs> oh, she didn't swipe right on me. The rejection, rejection, rejection is protection. Rejection is my protection. That's my thing. All right, we're five minutes in. We haven't even got into the word. So let's go to uh First Chronicles chapter fourteen. First Chronicles chapter fourteen. First Chronicles chapter fourteen. Where are we y'all? First Chronicles chapter fourteen. David's palace and family. Then King Hiram of Tyre sent messengers to David along with cedar timber and stonemasons and carpenters to build him a palace. And David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel and had greatly blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Then David married more wives in Jerusalem. And they had more sons and daughters. Man, David, whatever swag David had, that's the thing I need to I need to up my money, cause money just makes the conversations with women like so much easier. Not to say, you know, women, you know, it's not that there's women out here just gold digging or anything. I mean, there are, but all I'm saying is, I've seen some dudes out here who. Let's just say um, God was kind of quick when he put them together, you know? You know, kind of like Gumby and the uh, the Play-Doh. Or what is it? What is a Gumby made of? Clay? Uh, yeah. And I, I don't think I'm that, you know, I don't find myself to be like a... I just always thought of myself as kind of just like an average-looking guy. And so... Uh, I know I kind of got some goofy features to me, so. But yeah, 
when you get your money up and get a little power and respect, women love to see a man that when other people walk in the room, like, or when they walk in the room, they immediately, people listen to them and, like, he's giving them orders and stuff like that. Like, power. Yeah, women are drawn to power. I've seen some managers have women just flock to them. I don't know. I'm not trying. It's weird. I got to be careful what I say on this podcast. Uh, but y'all know what I mean. Most of y'all know what I mean. All I'm saying is, once I get on David's level, even a fraction of David's level, these conversations with ladies and my ability to attract just a cheerleader with a big A on her shirt, <laughs> uh, will be a whole lot easier. Or, yeah. Right, let's keep going. Then David married more wives in Jerusalem, and they had more sons and daughters. These are the names of David's sons who were born in Jerusalem. Shemua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, and Elishua, Epilet, Noga, Nephig, Jephiah, Elishima, Eliada, and Eliphalet. Man, David has so many kids and concubines outside of his, like, eight wives or the main ones they listed previously. Yeah, it's wild. They don't even list the other ones. They only list some of them. Some of them, the important ones, I guess. I'm a little tired, y'all. What was I going to say, though? Uh, and yeah, as always, try to preface this for those who are brand new to the Bible or listening to this podcast for the first time. Yes, David did have a lot of wives. He was into the whole polygamy thing. But, and at that time, God did permit him to have men to have multiple wives. But, as you will see, and we have seen in previous episodes, we read other scriptures, and uh, specifically in like First and Second Kings, we talked about David having, or just look at all of them: uh, Abraham, Isaac, yeah, Abraham sleeping with his uh, uh, wives, handmaiden, and Ishmael, Isaac, Ishmael, all that, Ishmael, and. Hagar, that whole situation. Anyway, whenever there's multiple wives involved and kids by different wives, there was always drama and problems. So God's original design from humankind was a man to have one from every man to have a wife or to neck. Some people are not really, it's not their destiny. It's not their purpose to be married. It's supposed to be single their whole life. And sometimes I'm starting to think that's where I'm headed. I hope not. Because I don't know how much longer I can hold out. But uh, resist all that temptation that's out here. Uh, But what was I trying to say? Yes. Multiple wives tends to equal problems. Lots and lots of problems. Yeah, if God meant for Adam to have multiple wives, he would have made Eve and Yvette. That's what I say all the time. Eve, Yvette, Ivana. But he made Adam and Eve. 
right, here we go. David conquers the Philistines. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they mobilized their forces to capture him. But David was told they were coming, so he marched out to meet them. The Philistines arrived and made a raid in the valley of Rephim. Uh, Rephaim, how do you want to say that? So David asked God, should I go out to fight the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied, yes, go ahead. I will hand them over to you. Nothing like asking God if you should be. First of all, yeah, that's a lesson for all of us. David asked. He asked. Well, first of all, he consulted the Lord. He straight up went to the Lord. Well, he had a problem. He went to God. He asked. Consulted him before he, before he just went off to war and just did what he wanted to do. He asked for God's guidance and help. And God answered him and God was on his side. What if he didn't ask for God's guidance and he just went and did it what he wanted to do? That could have caused some major issues, even his own life. So David and his troops went up to Baal Perazim and defeated the Philistines there. God did it, David exclaimed. He used me to burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So they named that place Baal Perazim, which means the Lord who burst through. Amen to that. I need some bell parasum energy in my in my life. I have to be careful using that word energy. It's that one of them new age words. What is uh CS so yeah, some you know we're gonna take that word back. Yeah, I need some bell parasum Jesus God power energy in my life right now. Alright, verse twelve. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there. So David gave orders to burn them. But after a while, the Philistines returned and raided the valley again. And once again, David asked God what to do. Do not attack them straight on, God replied. Instead, circle around behind and attack them near the poplar trees. When you hear a sound like marching feet in the tops of the poplar trees, go out and attack. That will be the signal that God is moving ahead of you to strike down the Philistines' army. Could you imagine the sound of that? So David did what God commanded, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame spread everywhere, and the Lord caused all the nations to fear David. So a few things real quick. It just amazes me. Yeah, so our enemies, it's because we get, we have a victory one time in a battle doesn't mean that the enemy isn't going to come back again. And until Jesus comes on back, he can come back any moment now. I wish. I kind of wish it was sooner rather than later. But then sometimes I think, hmm, I don't know. God has more stuff for me to do, I guess. But Where was I going with that? Yes, your enemy, Satan. He's our enemy. He's our adversary and his demons. Because remember, Satan is not omnipresent. He's not um, all omniscient. But he, at the most, he does have a third of his of the angels, the demons that were cast down. They do work for him. And they come every day non-stop and you constantly have to resist the devil and rebuke the devil and say in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name I will not 
I will not uh, be. I will not be moved. I will not be operating a spirit of fear. And you get victory. Jesus will give you victory over your enemies. And um, yeah, once again, he got God's guidance and God gave him the specific instructions on what to do. That's what I'm lacking in my life right now is I feel like I haven't gotten specific instructions in a long time about certain things. It's kind of it's weird. It's hard to describe what I've been going through spiritually and mentally, but. This is kind of like this. I know that I can sense the Lord's presence when it comes to like hearing specifically what God wants me to do. And I've gotten a few words through my counselor and just few people that I know are like words from the Lord, you know. But as far as like specific guidance on how to handle the certain the current situations I'm in right now, yeah, I I could really use that. So, anyway, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. I pray that it would transform minds and hearts. And uh, as my brother that's going to sing this song at the end of this episode uh, sings, help us to not complain in Jesus' name. For those that don't know you, pray that they cry out to you. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. And from this day forward, they would never be the same and yeah once again in jesus mighty precious name we pray amen oh yeah god and wife would be nice uh yeah our companion of the opposite sex sooner rather than later and uh, yeah i pray that i'll have a testimony soon shoot tomorrow will be great on this podcast telling folks about whatever this whoever this lovely lady is that you have already uh predestined for me to be with i thought i had one in line but she kind of i don't know once again this is weird this is weird if i had known i'll struggle the way i'm struggling on these streets since my divorce i would have just I would have just did everything I could to make it work in my first marriage. I mean, like, I'm talking about gone the extra mile. I kind of just gave up at the end. There's a lot going on. I don't get into all those details right now. There's a lot going on before, during our separation, during our divorce, and after the divorce. But anyway, I'll talk about that some other time. I don't even think it's necessary to talk on this podcast. But I probably will be putting a book out about it soon. But just change up the names. But the the story would be based kind of yeah. It'd be like a short story based off of actual actual events that have happened in my life. So, all right, deuces. Some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. 
some lonely nights but when I when I look around and I think things over you know what all of my good days outweigh my bad days I, I won't complain sometimes the clouds hang low I can hardly see the road I asked the question Lord Lord why so much pain but he knows what's best for me although my weary eyes they can't see So I'll just say, thank you, Lord. I, I won't complain. God has been so good to me. Has he been good? He to me more than this whole world are you could ever be he's been so good to me you know what he did yeah he dried all of my tears away Turn my midnight in today So I'll just say thank you Lord I've been lied on but thank you Lord I've been talked about but thank you Lord I've been misunderstood but thank you Lord You might be sick body rocking with pain but thank you Lord the bills are due don't know where the money coming from but thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord I won't yeah. I won't complain it dries it dries it dries it dried, it dried, it dried, it dried, it dried, it dried, it dried. Every one of my tears away. My midnight in today. So instead of complaining, 
I learned how to lift them hands, look up toward heaven, and say, thank you, Lord. Tell him, thank you, Lord. 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 I won't complain. I won't complain. I know it's time to go home, but I won't complain. I used to, but I won't. I could, but I won't. 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 Can you say it? Say it. Some of y'all been complaining. Some of y'all been mumbling. Some of y'all been grumbling. But you ought to thank God for bringing you this far. You ought to thank God for bringing you from a mighty long way. And it's all right. And it's all right. You ought to stand on your feet and praise the Lord. <laughs> 